Hey everyone, welcome to Probably Science. I'm Matt Kirshen. There's I'm, Andy Wood. Damn it. Oh, I thought it, this time I thought we had it. I thought I it. Yeah, we were going to talk, then I was going to talk, and it was going to be a smooth podcast. How many years? <laughs> Six and a half. half a, more than half a decade. Still haven't got this slick. Man. Next time we'll just like talk for 30 seconds before we record and just discuss this and have a plan. When are we going to have the time to do That's that? True. We got That's lives to live. Yeah. We got guests to introduce. Yeah, we do. Comedian. Nashville native, writer, someone I first met on At Midnight, yeah. which as a panelist, but also you then went on to be a writer. Yes. It's the very funny Emily Fleming. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank you for making the trek out from Hollywood to West Hollywood. I know it's a oh. difficult journey. Yeah. I had a little bandana with, with some stuff. With the Mac. Yeah, yeah. I got a stick, my bandana, your my MacBook. Biddle. Yeah. I, I kind of hitched a ride here. It was Put fun. all your jokes in your bag and then yeah. traips on down the road. Rode the rails. <laughs> yeah. I'm a drifter. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever hitchhiked for real? No. What do you mean no? I don't know. I have I'm a once. woman. You can't do that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Other countries? I don't know. I know I female barely, hitchhikers. Okay. It's possible. I mean, all of them dead now. Are but, they uh, ugly as <laughs> sin? Is that how they made By it? By your hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, that... You, you can. I think. I think hitchhiking is one of those things. And I, listeners, write in and correct me if I'm wrong on this one. But I, I feel like it. It's statistically substantially safer than people think it is. Uh huh. I think sure. it is one of those things that just people kind of. There's so many stories about the hit either the hitchhiker or the hitchhikey being the like murderer serial killer. That it's, it's almost too cliche. That yeah, it, I think it's just like because it's a great story because obviously it's you're getting into us, you're meeting a stranger, you meet strangers all the time in all sorts of situations. Yeah. You know how you can also do that is Uber and Lyft. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> there was just, an Uber driver who went around killing loads of people last summer. Yeah, there, there was. was. Yeah. Multiple people? Multiple people. That was a thing. No. Like, there's been so many murders but at recently. Least they like, find my body that way. That's true. They could track. You know, I don't want to just be like on the side of the road and then, you know, nobody finds me. Yeah. Now I'm trying to decide whether it's worse to have Uber with people driving and some of them be serial killers or to have the self driving Uber that sometimes hits a person walking their bike. I think I might take, I would still take the robots over the possibility of uh, if there actually are multiple Uber driver deaths. Well, I'll tell you one thing. The, the robot will never try and tell you about their screenplay. That's oh, true. God almighty. Jeebus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had, uh, I was in Palm Springs like three years ago, and there was, this, I think this is right when Uber was starting to become, I guess they were always shady, but you know, people were starting to be like, we should all be using Lyft. We shouldn't use Uber because of all their shady practices and their like um, denials of sexual harassment claims and shit. So and a thousand as other if, a thousand things. reasons, right? Yeah, but as if Lyft is, doesn't have the same shit. Like I, I'm, I don't. I'm guessing it, it's, I it's think like Lyft, Mac and PC, where P, Macs are probably at least safe because they're ten percent of the market. I think not. Lyft. Well, I think I think Lyft is making out like a bandit just by being next to such a monster as an alternative right, right. like oh look at us like we haven't uh we haven't installed spyware on anyone's phones and like yeah. deliberately kept the data away from all the authorities by having a separate a version separate of version uber of the that only they access congress people get <laughs> yeah. like like they literally did that like they found out oh this person's this phone probably belongs to someone from the local council so we'll give them a different version of uber that we're not cheating on 
That never, well, the, that never yeah. picks people up. Yeah, I'll never understand why people give a shit or are surprised that people are spying on you through your phone. I'll never understand it. Yeah, of course, they're of fucking course doing they're it. Right. Stop being surprised, people. Just be smarter about what you do with it. Like, and, and their motivation is obviously to make advertising money. It's not like nefarious. It's just they want to be able to target and sell the most ads to you, which you can say is good or bad, but it just is. You I know? mean, it it's, is bad. It just it's is. just the way it is, though. There's yeah. nothing you can fucking do about it. So quit your bitching and just either like go live in a shed in the woods or be a member of society. Or you could quit some of the apps. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. could oh, do that But you're right. Too. I mean, I, I know quit my being a little bitch about it. it. Or you can, Stop. you know, try and vote in politicians who are bringing regulations oh, that yeah, will slightly that, hand them in. That seems to work like gangbusters, doesn't it? Yeah, I can't, I can't <laughs> see how. I mean, I'm, I'm not against regulation, but I'm just trying to, like, think of a way that this this kind of market is going to get... It's, uh, just be a little smarter and a little, I don't know, just... Try not to. There's no advice really to there give. There isn't. Just, just like fucking. Except that this is the world that we're in is sort yeah. of the advice. Yeah. This is where we are. And there's nothing you can do about it. Or try when you can to not use the internet and. Uh, <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like I was thinking, what did somebody posted something uh, the other day about like uh, uh, people in the 1950s, like uh, they're, the government's wiretapping my phone and they're unplugging their phone from the landline. And then. Um, somebody with their cell phone going hey government can you give me the recipe for lasagna like that kind of thing and it's just like well i thought about it. i'm like well yeah that's true i probably have you know emails that my mother have sent has sent me with recipes and stuff and or i have like you know i could just buy a fucking book or and something. go offline yeah yeah go offline for certain things and just try your best to you know use it when it's absolutely necessary and then when you don't need it like talk to a human yeah, yeah. buy a book Go to the library. Dad. Then again, when I Google like when a band I like is coming to town and then it remembers I search for that and then I get a targeted ad, the next time they come to town, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of glad I got that ad because I, yeah. you know, it's like, well, sometimes no, most a of those are of good. That's, um, I'll be I'm honest. I'm not defending the ad model for all, everything in the world right now or the attention economy we're in. It's definitely a little scary. But. I agree. I think that uh, there's, there's advancements that still need to be made. Every time I Google the specific porn searches I'm looking for, they give me old lady cream pies, and I don't know. Like they're they're are, not. First of all, are you doing incognito mode or not? Uh, well, I, no, I don't. You don't. I don't care. You go straight up. <laughs> but it's just like if someone's at your house and like I'm not googling old while, lady cream pies. To way, be fair, I'm, I'm not saying, doing it. But I keep getting it no matter what I type in, and that's how I know they nothing's that advanced yet, and we should stop fucking <laughs> okay. freaking out. But I gotta say, there's, there's something you did to bring that on yourself. At some point, you showed an interest. Oh, are you victim blaming? Are you blaming? saying I asked for it? <laughs> yes. If you didn't open incog- incognito mode. Okay, I asked so, for cream pie Kathy from Brazzers. Is that what happened? I, all I know is if all of your porn had been done in incognito mode, then there wouldn't be anything for it to start making assumptions about. Well, well I wanted you- to make assumptions. If you're going to know everything about me, then know everything about me. Okay. Like, get it right. <laughs> You're just saying, like, not that I don't like, want you to know what I'm into. Don't fuck up and don't give me this bullshit that I don't into. want anymore. And how drunk do, have you? Have there, I'm is not it possible, drunk. <laughs> is it possible that there have been some searches on nights that you don't remember as well? Like, no, no. Okay, okay. There's never. There's not a part of you that comes out after five cocktails that is actually into this. No. Okay. Okay. The internet just got this one thing wrong. And a lot of things wrong, I guess. But uh, No, I've done different variations <laughs> of, of different searches, and they always send me back to that. And the sad thing is, like... <laughs> I don't know that's what it is until they pan up. Like it's you're you're like looking at you're like okay this is all right oh fuck <laughs> Kathy <laughs> Kathy 
foiled again? Bates? <laughs> no, okay. cream pie Kathy. Cream pie Kathy. Okay, it's an old lady who um, likes she to makes, likes big dicks and likes... cream pies. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I hope my parents don't I listen to this. How we got on this? <laughs> oh, oh Lyft uh, hitchhiker is killing you. I did have a drunk Lyft driver. I think I told that story in the podcast. Oh, I've had dr- I've had drunk. Um, um, yeah. Was this the one in uh, uh, South by Southwest? Yeah, I was in Austin, and yeah, you did tell the story, but it's worth repeating because it was about three just years ago. Just for the punchline, because at some point she was get, taking so many wrong turns and a U-turn that I just started navigating from the back seat mm. and telling her where to go, and, and it, we were getting close. I was like, okay, uh, left. And then she turns around and goes, my left? <laughs> oh my and it wasn't God. a car where you're facing different directions. It's just, Is she the one who my searches left? my porn for me? I think so, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, is it my left or your... <laughs> oh, Jesus. But it hasn't happened with Uber, just left. Just that one. And pills is what... It, she just seemed very, like, sleepy, like, opio... I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. But it hasn't happened with Uber, just left. Just that one... Well, so if you extrapolate from that, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, uh, Emily. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> we like to ask our guests this before we get deep into the stories. What, if anything, is your background in science? Okay, I have uh, a couple answers for this. Cool. Okay. One is uh, my mother thought I was going to grow up to be a gastroenterologist. Is that how you say it? Um, Gastro- wait, gastroenterologist. I, I don't think know about the one of those. And is wrong. Sounds butthole doctors. Whatever. Sure. They are, you know. Um, because enterologist. Enter- enterologist. Like I'm now. I'm going to type it in. Well. Well. Good luck. Because they don't know shit on that Google. <laughs> enterologist. Yeah. Elderly gastroenterologist. Enterologist. Okay. Yeah. Gastroenterologist. Uh, my. That's a. That's a mouthful. Ugh. Never mind. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to take that again. Uh, <laughs> my little sister when I was I think I was like 10 and my sister was like five years old and she was having stomach problems and we went to the um, pediatrician and I had to go too because I couldn't drive yet you know Mm -hmm. being 10 which is not different from now because I don't drive now Um, but yeah so the doctor I was like she's probably just constipated (laughs) and the doctor went very good (laughs) she is constipated and my mother went oh you're going to grow up and be a doctor. <laughs> and I was like, just for, no, it wasn't like, it was like, cause when you're 10, the diarrhea jokes start to like not be funny anymore. So you look for the other poop jokes. You switch it up. And then yeah. constipation becomes the new funny thing. Was the perfect bait and switch. Yeah. Diarrhea, endless shitting, no longer funny. Constipation. Zero shitting. Your shit lives with you forever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I knew that word when I was 10. Like, I don't think it was a, cause I think it does, doesn't You know, that is that, that Nashville, much, Tennessee public school education okay, right there yeah. that's what that is it's like you learn about the arc and constipation <laughs> that's like yeah that's the that's the level we get to bluegrass music and yeah that and um uh civil war statues and not knowing where they what year they were actually from and uh-huh. thinking they were there forever and uh that's why people think they should stay uh, were they mostly put up just like in the 60s? And- yeah, 60s, 70s. They're, so yeah, they're up. fucking, they're not historical at all. They should totally <laughs> come the fuck down. Like, they shouldn't have gone up in the fucking first place. That's weird. Yeah, imagine those meetings. Like, who would be like mid-century? It's a- like, now's the time. We got to... Who do you think, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, like, what are, you, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that, yeah, so that's, that. there's that. Uh-huh. And then also, um, I can tell when you're constipated. In case anybody, you still have that. You, you guys have, feeling regular? You feeling okay? Const- constadar. I'm, 
Yeah, Constitar. <laughs> wow, that sounds really cool and Doesn't official. It? Like it's a, like, or like, a, or like a monster. Like it's a something. ship from Star Wars yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something. Constitar. Or like, like a Constitar. <laughs> or like a defunct Eastern European airline. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or computer system. Like it's like <laughs> oh, definitely one you put like a punch card into. Yeah, Constitar. Yeah. It was like or a conquistador's gastroenterologist <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Constitar. <laughs> like Constitar. I feel uh, like the logo of it. It's just like it's white on a red background and it has like a. <laughs> And it has a sort of curly, like it has a like a an, a line that goes underneath the whole word that curls up on one side. <laughs> yes, sort of like a Marquis de Sade kind of thing. I'm picturing like ooh, quills like from quills. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a deep cut there. Um, the other thing is when I was a senior in college, I went to a very small school in Arkansas and had 500 students mm-hmm. at my college in total. What's it called? Lion College. Lion with an I or a Y? A Y. A Y. Um, yeah, it was in Batesville, Arkansas, but I had a really good, uh, biology professor my senior year, Dr. Han Ong, shout out. Um, and he said that we could do our like uh, final paper on anything we wanted as long as it was related to biology, like literally anything. And I did it on whether or not you could smoke weed when you were pregnant, because <laughs> that was like the only thing that was going to sell me on the idea. Yeah, because <laughs> you can't drink of pregnancy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? Why the fuck else am I going to? So I, I got to like the, the two options are you get fat and busted, and then you are stuck with a kid. Uh, both of those sound like shitty, shitty things. Uh, so if I can get high during it, though, I'm, okay, whatever. Right. Uh, you cannot. Don't do it. Uh, and when you say smoke it, you mean you mean ingest THC at all, or do you mean smoke ingest marijuana? THC at all? Like it, really? also, the smoking is not good either. But actual THC causes some uh, okay nervous disorder that type makes sense. like issues. Is there any way to uh, take the edge off? During pregnancy, that you know, I think it's, it's eating. I think that's all so, you got. Okay, that's all I got. That's why. Yeah, that's, that's it. Bu- I mean, nine months is a long time. To what have I agree. I don't. Not I'm not up way. for it. I'm not what, down. What about spinning on a chair till you get dizzy? Oh yeah, you're already Holding nauseous your from it from yeah, all the hormones. Yeah, that's good but you can have like you can have a drink now. They say right. Yeah, a but drink. I don't trust myself with that. How do you stop at one drink? <laughs> yeah, yeah. what's the point? <laughs> what about nitrous? Ooh, what yeah. you could do baby whippets baby whippets yeah, <laughs> yeah no it doesn't you sound want a, good you want a nice and happy baby don't yeah. you? you can't even I'm drink, huffing for two yeah. you can't even drink coffee you can't eat sushi what? you can't like you can have coffee. coffee I'm sure you can no, drink coffee no you're not supposed to have caffeine really yes it's a nightmare I don't know how anyone does it yeah, man, given that, we should definitely give every pregnant woman nine months off of everything. Like, I think that we should... How do you go to a job without coffee? I mean, yeah. I think we should make them all the leaders of the free world at this. I think that's fucking insane. Like, yeah. doing it sounds insane to me. And it's, uh, the 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 years are dwindling down to a oh, sad place, on, and, and now I'm like, well, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up, sister. Modern science advances and everything. I don't know. Yeah, no, fuck that. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it at all. I had Can a, I ask, have you considered, uh, I don't know how old you are or what your situation is. I'm but, 32. Okay. Oh, you got plenty of time. Um, do you, if you had the means, would you get your eggs frozen right now? No. Why not? Because I don't want kids. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that, then that's, I thought you were saying. I don't want to die alone. That's the only thing. Okay. I would want to uh, create a person to push my chair. Create a person to put that's what that's what which is a terrible reason to have a kid, and that's why I shouldn't do it. Yeah, like every reason for me has told me that I'm not going to be very good. Well, also, by that time, you can put 
if that's the only drive behind the idea, you can put aside a third of the money you'd have to spend raising a kid every month in and, a savings account, and then you'd have plenty left over to hire a person to push that chair. And this is, you're assuming that I'm good with money, which is funny. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I don't, I don't really? want any responsibility Com- Comedian, data musician, not <laughs> oh, financially yeah. Oh, savvy. Yeah. yeah, the bluegrass money comes a-flowing. <laughs> <Wait, yeah, laughs> Let me tell you. We haven't talked about this on the air yet, right? Or have we? Oh, we, no, Just not yet. Just before we recorded. Yeah, we were talking about Should it. Should we get into that? Sure. Is that, uh, sure thing. We can talk about it. Family talk? Sure. <laughs> Family talk. Uh, uh, so your father is a renowned bluegrass musician. Yeah. Um, he's from a band called The Steel Drivers. They won a Grammy in 2016 for Bluegrass Album of the Year. I literally talk about it everywhere I go. That's awesome. I Every job too. interview. Sometimes cool. I bring it up in job interviews and they're like, uh, I don't know what to do with that, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and then you were saying, like, Chris Stapleton used to be the He was the singer. original lead singer of the band. And then they split off, and the next year they individually won Grammys. Yes, they they won Grammys for the first time uh, separate from each other the same year. And But Chris is awesome. He's a great guy. There's I don't think there's any bad blood or anything like oh, that. Nice. Um, he's just, he's awesome. I mean, if you've ever listened to his voice or know anything about him, he is, I think, the m- most important country artist alive right now wow period in my opinion i, I know you, you showed me a picture earlier he does look familiar but i'm not sure i could name a song uh What's well the... good luck i don't know how you could see his face through the hat and the beard <laughs> and the hair i don't it's like he's kind of a tough guy to like find through all the 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 stuff but yeah he's a he's just a very nice awesome man very talented man with nice. an amazing voice but yeah they um i'm very proud i like to and give him a shout bass out in the band he's now. upright bass and lower harmony Okay. He has a very good voice, um, but yeah, they're they're not coming to Los Angeles anytime. I'm, I'm bummed. I was hoping they would come. They're not. No, and Chris isn't either. No, I'm pretty sure Chris is going to be in Los Angeles a bunch. But like the Steel Drivers, kind of stick to the areas where bluegrass is still a big deal. I don't know California country. There's definitely a movement here. You know, I mean, like there's the kind of stuff and. I, I mean, I, I go to a thing on Wednesdays out in Tarzana that's a uh, country jam night. That Really? Do they pretty... play Wagon Wheel? I mean, is someone, that what it is? someone probably does play Wagon Wheel at some point. Fucking Actually, no, most nights that garbage. doesn't happen. <laughs> most nights that doesn't happen. And it's really good. There's a bunch of really good players. I was like, oh, yeah, there is like a scene in L.A. of, of Well, that. I think there's just a lot of um, dudes with mustaches who bought a banjo. Well, no, that's not the kind. Of, you should come sometime if you like. Oh, okay, it, all right. Really I'm being very people. cynical, yeah. but I'm I, I'm glad to come check it out. Maui Sugar Mill on Wednesdays. If any LA area people are curious. Yeah, yeah. My dad would not appreciate my cynicism. By the way. <laughs> well, you're not saying you don't like country. You're just saying you assume that California country is shit or something. Maybe so. Someone's at the door. So, wait, this is our first uh, visitor during the podcast. Uh, come in. Who, who's this? <laughs> is it? <laughs> come in. It's open. Oh, hey. It's one second. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. Did you just open the door to me in 20 years? <laughs> it's me. It's a fabulous uh, older lady with a leopard print robe and bright red lipstick. And she her, doesn't have a phone and needs someone else's phone, which also tracks for me in 20 years. <laughs> oh, wow. This is cool. Should we have her come in? I don't know if we keep all this. 
I think we keep an abbreviated version of this in the podcast. Yeah, don't you we? might have to do a little edit, but yeah, yeah, that's never happened before. I don't want to be too loud. I don't recognize that person. Oh no, she lives just, in my building. Just for um, oh, she does. That's good. So, so Chris, da- uh, Chris Stapleton is playing the Honda Center in Anaheim and the LA Forum, both of which are very large venues in August. Yeah, he's crushing it. He was. I saw something on Facebook about him. Um, Elton John like asked him to do covers of his music <laughs> and stuff. Like he's blowing up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at his tour now, and it's endless and large. They yeah. are. They are big rooms. Yeah, they're all amphitheaters and arenas. Yeah, I mean the steel drivers do that too. It's just like different areas. They're not in Los Angeles, right? <laughs> but um, but they're they're around. It's just their bluegrass tends to be a, a bit of an older crowd that, that appreciate bluegrass music. By the way, happy fortieth, Chris. He just turned forty last last week. No way. Yeah, you thought he was older or younger? Younger. I thought. I I guess I always thought we were around the same age, but. Because I presume it also because he was, if he's playing with like your dad and some older guys, he's like the baby of the band. He was the baby of the band. Well, every lead singer they've had has been the baby of the band. The guy they've got now is, I think, 35. It's a younger fella. But um, I don't know. I guess I've, I feel 40. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I feel like I'm 40. And every time I hear 40, I'm like, that can't be right. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know. But uh, he just had a baby, another baby. He's got... He's got a couple of kids. Congrats on both three. counts, Chris. Yeah, congrats, He's playing Chris. a real cool guitar in this Wikipedia picture. It's like yeah, yeah. It a Jaguar or a Mustang. I forgot one of those. He just he's in uh, Justin Timberlake's new single, "Say Something." I think. Oh wow! So we. Um, so we, was your house? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, what were you going to say? I, was your uh, was it a pretty musical upbringing? Was your house full of music all the time? Yes, my parents play music together. They oh, cool. um, they have a band. Um, I was a big church goer growing up um methodist church though nothing mm-hmm. nothing creepy <laughs> no offense to our baptist or pentecostal <laughs> listeners uh here today yeah. there's You're, a big there's a big crossover yeah, you never know um i'd say wait, wait, do, do you guys think my phone's coming back or? no i don't <laughs> okay, but the saying. good Go news is i don't think she can get far very fast <laughs> she's got house slippers on <laughs> like, i point. think you that's can catch her <laughs> yeah. i would uh but yeah, I I'd say we have a very we've got a we we're big in the Bible belt. Something oh, yeah? yeah, something about the combination of science and saying fuck. Yeah. I think like that's oh, the two yeah. things that the Bible belt really likes, like comedy and a questioning I don't know. Darkness. I think you underestimate how much Bible belt people swear. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not they, the thing. That, yeah, they'll swear. Takes... But uh, no, we um I I took I was in church choir growing up. My parents would play with this band called the Pilot Lights that would take hymns from the hymnal and make them into bluegrass songs. And oh, cool! Would play at church and uh, and I would sing with my parents at nursing homes and what at church and stuff like that. I can sing and everything. I just can't play any instruments. They tried. Mad? They didn't force you. Do to you have a good voice? They that's on your resume. Yeah, but I just I've I've always found it annoying when someone says they sing. Because then it's like, then they want to sing, and then you're like, oh, fuck, now i got to compliment this person after they sing. <laughs> I fucking hate that. Hate it. Um, I hate it whenever I'm around somebody or something, they just start singing, and I'm like, what do you want me to do? You want me to tell you you're good? Is that what you need? Are, are you a drunk yeah. karaoke then, or do you no, avoid karaoke? No, karaoke uh, makes me very anxious and nervous. I usually stand very stiff and stare at the screen, and like... I can't fuck this up. It's like not fun for me. I think the point of karaoke is letting loose and uh, letting it 
just giving your all and kind of just uh, making a show of it. Well, it also feels like, and I, I, I know I have a lot of performer friends who love karaoke, mm-hmm. but it does also feel like it's the karaoke is the chance for someone who doesn't perform for a job to perform exactly and when you are a performer it's like god damn it i don't want to fucking i don't know if i fuck but i'm also saying that as someone who the idea of singing in any context on stage terrifies me and and whereas standing on stage with just a microphone and words in front of anything from 15 to fifteen thousand people yeah completely happy Oh, as long as they're just words without yeah, music. Yeah, just talking. Just, talking. just give me a microphone. I just got to talk to any size of room. Yeah, couldn't be happier. Put a, <laughs> put a piano behind it. Suddenly, I'm I might as well be like in front of school assembly naked. Like it's just. Have I, you ever done a comedy show where they have a band in the background and you're fuck like, fuck that? Who would ever do something? like oh, that? Oh, people do it. All, yeah. I hate <laughs> no, that shit. No, I have one. <laughs> yeah, you have one. Yeah, I don't care. You can hate it though. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I just get nervous because sometimes, uh, like one of them will interrupt me with or something with a little. So yeah, you're not. A, Andy's talking about like a sort of theme show where that's part of it but you're talking about more there's like a house band and they'll sometimes do like a little baseline crawl while you're telling the jokes and you're like oh god now I have to like come up with a cool (laughs) remark for this okay look at you with that bass all right Uh, who's got a birthday you don't want to do like the James Brown like one time (laughs) no I don't (laughs) I'm not like a a smooth kind of like person that I'm I'm a different different strengths okay okay (laughs) By the way, I gotta check on my phone. I'm worried it's gone forever. Uh, you guys continue on. We'll I wouldn't some be surprised stories. if she just lost your phone and then she's gonna come back here and ask for one of our phones and then there just ends up being a pile of phones somewhere. It's gonna be like the lady who swallowed a fly worth version of phones. <laughs> it's just, she borrowed my phone to get her phone. Uh, she's just gone. She's just gone. I, did she go back to her apartment? I don't know. Do you know where You're she kidding. lives? Uh, yeah, the next door over. We'll go bang on the damn door. You're kidding, right? Oh, no, that's a different person. That is a different person Andy was talking to. She has genuinely gone with Andy's phone. You guys. <laughs> All right. Did you just get that phone? Is it a new one? It's, it's, um, I, it's not even mine. Like, I have that uh, layaway thing, you know? It's interest-free, so it's like, why not? So it's technically... So currently the bank owns that phone. The bank owns most oh, of the phone. Oh, fuck, dude. I know. <laughs> what are you doing? The 10, I know. Don't give that lady your phone. And she's... She's from Russia, so I hope she's not calling Russia. Uh, she's not well, calling Russia. There's spyware on that phone now. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be I surprised. That phone's now the property of, of Cambridge Analytica. Yeah, the cute yeah. little old lady um, putting spyware on your phone. I wasn't even thinking Classic about all these things. Russia. All Classic. I, honestly, all I was thinking about was just like uh, the international phone charge. But yes, also <laughs> spying and shit. Sure. Jesus. Well, um, everyone oh, pray so for right Andy's now. phone. I have to like continue this podcast while I don't know the fate of my phone. Mm-hmm. Damn. Go bang on her door. Oh, she's, in, she's in the hallway still. How does, how does your older Russian neighbor and your Ukrainian girlfriend get on? Um, I think they did meet and um, say something in Russian. So maybe she likes me more. Maybe that's why she knocked on my door. I don't know. You're a friendly. Yeah, you're a sympathizer. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely on a list now that I've talked about this in the podcast. Yeah, I, I gotta Ew. say, by the way, when we're talking about the type of things on our podcast that might appeal to the Bible Belt, yeah, we had a lot of stories sent in in the last week, and I'm starting to think I'm starting to think you're typecasting us, listeners. I'm so? starting to think. Uh, oh, the the one. The, well, the various, okay. the various. Oh. We've got the stories are fly orgasms. Uh, Fart smelling planets. Uh, what else was there? Penis, There's a penis transplant. Penis transplants. Uh, gonorrhea. There's just a lot of 
what we're a lot saying of is dicks our listeners, and buzz. Our listeners know us, <laughs> a lot of dicks and buzz. very well. Yeah. And I'd like to say I'm upset, but I'm not. I'm not upset at all. Thank you. You you were always great listeners. We also should we talk about this? Um, we had we had one story that I don't think we always ask for questions, comments, clarifications on our show. Yep. Oh, hang on. Here's the here's the phone. Here she is. Oh, shoot. Oh, well. No, it's no problem. Take care. What did she say? Are you looking at the last number dialed? I'm looking at the last numbers dialed, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, um, to text you a screen grab of um, my phone's most recent calls. Are they international? <laughs> um, well, no, but I, uh, Matt, you'll have to tell me if, if I can um, share this. I put Mark on your phone. <laughs> They come for you soon. <laughs> I guess it's bad to make the listeners sit through this if I'm not going to show it to them. But um. <laughs> we, we can cut it out if you think it's not right. But I'm ready to see this. I'll just let you describe it when you see your phone in a second. Okay. You got nudes? What you oh, got? What's... Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're none of them look like they're real numbers. <laughs> She just typed 310 at one and then point. Hit call. The funny thing is I heard her going um it no work. It no work. Yeah. And it's like maybe you're old. None of these are Three I, of the attempts are phone numbers that did go through and two of the attempts are just hitting 310 and then hitting call then or hitting 188 and then hitting call. So yeah, five uh Oh actually these are two different numbers. One time there's a 228, one time it's 288, but also just hitting three numbers and hitting call. Uh Anyway, it's been that was, that was phone corner with now. my Russian neighbor. Um, oh, by the way, the, the guy who the schizophrenic guy who used to pace by the window all the time, I think he's in prison now. So that's why uh, I haven't seen him. That sucks. Yep, but I mean, it was also really creepy. People always thought he was going to murder them because he would just pace all day long with his in front of this in window. Front of this. It looked like he was getting ready to battle rap Eminem. He's just mom spaghetti all day. <laughs> mom spaghetti all day. Yeah. Um, okay, so, so yes, listeners sent in. Yeah, we uh, we always right. ask for questions, comments, clarifications. Uh, you're very kind to like you tweet them at us, you email them in to propertyscience@gmail.com, or you Facebook them at us. Um, I don't think we've ever had a story with this much risk. So it wasn't even a story last last week. We were talking about the differences between the stealth fighter and the stealth bomber, and which ones have the angular sides, and so on, and which ones which. And we we got um, like I think three or four tweets, uh, at least one if not two Facebook messages, one comment underneath the episode on the website on probablyscience.com, and as of this morning, thirteen separate emails, all telling us that we just got it exactly right, like we got it spot on. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, yeah. I I can't remember exactly what what we said each plane was, so, but if you listen back to that bit of last episode, it was completely right. We yeah. were completely right, and it's, it's good just, to be. Vin- it's good to have listeners who will vindicate you. Yeah, like it's that, nice because often know? people write in when we screw something up right. or got things mixed up or muddled, and they're like, "This is what it actually is." But it's like mm-hmm. you don't always want to hear. What about just an affirmation? That so it's nice were- that you wrote in. To, all of you wrote in to go, "Hey guys, guys." Those are exactly the planes you described in the way you described <laughs> and them. Good job. Well yeah. done. There is nothing more to add. Uh, 
yeah so, so thank you guys it feels good it yeah. really does it really does it really feels nice to f- be 100 percent accurate on a thing for once yeah i slept i slept well yeah forgetting those emails. N- never, never had so many emails. hey guys can we get back to me <laughs> yeah sorry okay thanks <laughs> we will forward all of these to you if you want though but mostly they were just two words. They were just good job. You know? Yeah, yeah. Just well the, done. Yeah. Or like re stealth fighter slash bomber. <laughs> got it. <laughs> That's what people got. And uh, then just a big tick. Also, so the second most popular topic this week was um, three different listeners sent us in the story about how Uranus smells like farts, <laughs> according to astronomers. Oh, uh, wow. Yep. Probably science listeners. Who do you think we are? Yep. Um, so Uranus or Uranus, however you want to say it, the seventh planet from the sun has held a vital and smelly secret of the solar system for decades. An international team of researchers reported on Monday that they've discovered evidence that Uranus holds, should I, should I say it that way or should I keep saying it's Uranus, right? Did you say Uranus? You think that's better? Uh, I mean, I think it's more correct. Yeah. Unless snicker inducing. So you went snicker, from butthole snicker. to piss. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it is actually how you're supposed to. Didn't Neil deGrasse Tyson pronounce it that way? Oh, fuck. On our podcast? Am I name dropping? Yes, I am. But didn't he, Matt? Really? I can't remember now. I think he did. All uh, right. For this, for this episode, we'll say Uranus. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Evidence that Uranus holds, most of the un- most, holds one of the most unpleasant smelling chemicals known to humankind. We found hydrogen sulfide, the odiferous gas that most people avoid, in, Urana- in Uranus's cloud tops, according to a press release from Gemini Observatory, a high-powered telescope atop a Hawaiian volcano underneath a supervillain fortress. Uh, Voyager 2 <laughs> was the only spacecraft ever to visit the chilly blue-green ice giant. The probe tried to see which chemicals were in Uranus's clouds during its 1986 flyby, but it couldn't tell scientists for certain. Now, however, astronomers have used an instrument at the Gemini Observatory to, quote, sniff the planet's gases from Earth. Their discovery could help write the book on when and where the planets of the solar system formed and if they ever switched places. This is a surprise to me. I I mean, I know we can use uh, telescopes to determine things about like distant stars, but I thought we knew all this kind of shit about our own solar system. Hmm. Didn't you or not? I don't know. No pun intended. I don't know. Well, uh, that... That planet is a long way away, though. It is. It is. But that's, I, just, I, just I think that's partly that. it. So there's evidence of a big shakeup early on in the solar system's formation. Glenn Orton, a co-author of the new study and planetary scientist at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, told Business Insider there was definitely a migration taking place. Um, so, yeah, the reason why it took so long to, ta- to detect these uh, stinky clouds, um, hydrogen sulfide is the signature scent of rotten eggs and farts in case you're wondering and humans can smell hydrogen sulfide when it makes up as little as three out of every billion molecules in the air at higher concentrations like near volcanic areas it can be poisonous breathing a concentration of a few hundred parts per million can kill a person in about half an hour wow that's jesus yeah Uh, death by farts if an unfortunate human were ever to descend through Uranus's clouds, they would be met with very unpleasant and odiferous conditions. Patrick Irwin, a physicist at Oxford who led the study, said in a press release. But he added that suffocation and exposure to Uranus's negative 200 degrees Celsius temperatures would take its toll long before the smell. Researchers had long suspected that Uranus's atmosphere was laced with hydrogen sulfide and in concentrations dozens of times higher than at Saturn or Jupiter. They couldn't be certain, though, since Uranus orbits the sun from 1.5, 1.85 billion miles away. That vast distance, uh, aside from making the planet distant and difficult to study, leads to blisteringly cold temperatures that freezes hydrogen sulfide. Hydrogen sulfide ice can form clouds, but the solid crystals are hard for chemical analyzing instruments called spectrometers to study. That would answer my question, I guess. Uh, that method works far better with liquids and gases. 
Irwin and others suspected that there were at least whiffs of hydrogen sulfide gas drifting above the clouds, and now thanks to an extremely sensitive Gemini instrument that can see light invisible to humans, Irwin said scientists have the fingerprint which caught the culprit. Um, and there's more if we want to cover it about what this tells about the solar system's evolution, or do you just want to talk about the fart smells? Up to you. Well, it's really putting me off visiting that planet. I know, right? That's oh, the thing. Yeah, definitely. I just canceled my flight. Like, why would you even go there? By the way, thank you, Justin Broad and Haley Maurice and Eric Boisvert, who all sent in that story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's also chilly there as well. So that's the it's other reason cold. not to it. Like, it's bad weather. It's, that would be like. So it's just New York City. Yeah, it's as a only planet. in New York and Uranus. <laughs> but I hear their water is really good, though. Oh, that's why the bagels and the pizza are so good on Uranus. Yeah, yeah. It's just water. You can't, yeah. They try to ship it in. You can't get the same water. What yeah. do you think of that theory? Uh, I don't get it. I've never gotten it. It sounds like bullshit. Every time you try to ask someone why the water is good in New York, they're like, because the pipes are old. And I'm like, how is that? Because the pipes are old and rat shit in it. Yeah, there's old pipes are the standard for water being good. <laughs> don't get it at all. Is this a thing we've ever talked about in terms of like a real study of it? It seems like it's come up before. Is there something familiar, Matt, or not? Because like someone must be able to figure that out. Like it can't be hard to just do whatever analysis you do to water with the New York water and just be like, yes, there is or is not something different that can, can explain. Well, why I think every region does have subtly different water, and it, you know. But how hard could it be for a scientist to determine what the exact composition of that water is? I don't know. And if it is actually responsible for difference in cooking, just replicate that by additives. Well, I don't know because it, it, it every water does have there's multiple different minerals and other molecules and chemicals. But isn't it possible for modern chemistry to determine the entire composition of a glass of water or not? Yeah, I would have thought... And also, there'll be... Well, here's the other thing. I think there'll be variances throughout the year and throughout regions of New York as well. So that's also going to be like... I'm just saying people who are like, the bagels for some Even within Manhattan... No, I'm sort of agreeing with you on this. Like, in the, the, the white... It won't be that specific. Yeah, yeah. The wide variance of water, even from like the top of Manhattan to the bottom of it, and like the east and west Manhattan, that you've got to assume that that variance is replicable. Yeah, yeah. At a certain point, it just starts to sound like you're getting into what the bleep do we know territory. Have you seen that movie? No, but I've it's I've a great seen no, pseudoscience. It? It's a piece of shit movie. That well, I feel like, like there there's a way to figure out what's in all the water, but then the government <laughs> couldn't hide the fluoride. Fluoride. That's uh, so. Then then they're not going to let docile. us know what's in the water. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Hey man, it's all right there if you just fucking look for it. Yeah, man. Uh, um, but there was that part. The truth in, is out there. What the bleep do we know? Where they like said negative things to a glass of water or said positive things? Oh god! Claimed that the crystals were nicer. Someone tried the, to when ice crystals formed in the. Oh in the god! Ice. Someone tried to say something like that to me as well. There was um, it was watering plants with. Oh no! You know what? It, it was it was water that had been microwaved. It was that was the experiment. It was like. If you ah. microwave water and then use it to water I plants, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna say that was what the experiment was. It was something close enough to that, and like they water the identical plants, one with water that had been microwaved first, and one that water that hadn't. Yeah, and the plant died from the microwave water. Mm. That is and a then, lot smarter. But Wait. it's but it's a straight up like no one has been able to replicate this experiment. It's oh, straight up boy. nonsense. Yeah. Like and that, people use that to be like microwaves are just killing. They're just death machines <laughs> and, and you're just like it's it, it flat out nah. That sounds like a much smarter version of my uh, science fair project from elementary school, where I took a, 
Uh, so when I was a kid, little side note, when I was a kid, there's a creek behind our house, and my friends and I would go swim and play in that creek. And then we later found out it was a sewage creek. <laughs> oh. um, you didn't smell any hydrogen sulfide? No, you- I think it was, I don't know what, it, it wasn't that bad, I guess. I don't know. But um, it, we, so when I found that out, uh, we found it out because there was a sign. <laughs> we just didn't, huh. we didn't notice it before. <laughs> and like uh, Six summers later, someone thought to read the other side of that wood. Well, it was kind of overgrown. There's like vines and trees around it. And we just kind of were like, oh, shit. Um, I still played in it, too. Uh, again, another reason why I'm probably not going to have kids, because those kids, those kids going to be janky. Uh, uh, but... Yeah, but so now I, it's like they're they'll they're part space travelers. It's sort of like you've been on a mini trip to Uranus by swinging Well, creek, right? in a way, yeah. 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 Um, but uh, <laughs> okay, I would like it if you didn't talk about my sex life okay. uh, on the show. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I did an experiment where we took uh, violet leaves and put them in soil. You know, different like five different, and we used tap water to water one, the water from that creek to water another one, and then gasoline. And then I can't remember the other one. I think it might have been filtered water. Go and uh, to I'm be get- honest, the the tap water didn't fare very well either. Um, oh. But yeah, the creek water uh, killed it real fast. Oh, okay. uh, real really? fast. Um, yeah, and the oil made it look really fucked up and weird. But yeah, that it didn't was didn't kill it though. It killed. No, they all died. Oh, okay. Um, also, because I'm I'm bad at school and uh, gardening. I would like forget to water shit with the poison water. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. just it would just die anyway. But yeah, that's a little fun tangent about how if I have kids, uh, if you need extra ears, you can snip one off of one of my <laughs> offspring. <laughs> Put it on. Oh, should we lead from that into transplant surgery or get, get onto something less uh, puerile for a minute? We we can do that. I don't think it's that pure. We, we, it was a is a very serious topic and one that's that we discussed true. on the Mary Roach episode of our show. Okay. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because it's sort of a, a less talked about casualty of war, like with increases in medical advances and things. Like casualties are down, but horrible injuries are up because people survive injuries that would have killed them in previous yeah battles. So right? a lot of soldiers get the dicks blown off. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's fuck. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it really sucks. Um, I didn't even think about that. And apparently, having your dick blown off is bad for your psychological health. I would think it was bad for your overall good. health too, because you got to go to the bathroom and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so surgeons at Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore performed um, the world's first total transplant of a penis and scrotum from wow. on a soldier who had been wounded by a bomb in Afghanistan. Um, they used penis, scrotum, and partial abdominal wall transplanted from a deceased donor. See, I know we've had this conversation wow. before, but is it is it a penis transplant or is it a rest of the body transplant? <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. It's a rest of the body transplant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold up. Does this mean that women can get real dicks now? That's an interesting like a question. Like a donor dick? Holy shit! Well, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I, you know, the soldiers—that's you know, that's very important and very good. But I'm also like fascinated yeah, by this. Yeah, no, I, I mean, like, it would be logical that. Hang you on, could... are you talking about uh, transgender? So a trans man, so it's someone who's yeah. transitioning from female to male. male. Can they now have a real functioning penis? You think? I think I. I well, this is the first one that they've managed to make work, so it's very early on. But, but maybe in the future, I would say. I again, I, I'm. Probably. Well, I don't know whether the plumbing underneath it is different, but yeah, I would say that if they're managing to do this now, then we're probably not more than 
half a decade to a decade off being able to do it for trans transgender. We're just like gender affirming surgery. Yeah, but that's fascinating. Like the the body parts are all analogous, so like nerves. uh, I don't know. Yeah, it seems like that would work. I mean, if they are already, I think they are already able to build. I think it's currently more effective transitioning the other way that they're able to build something that is closer in form and function to uh, female genitalia. Mm-hmm. But they they are able to they do something the other way. So yeah, I, I and the, like you say, the plumbing is by plumbing. I just meant like nerves. But, yeah, and uh, and the, it's I mean it is pretty close because like everyone develops from the same right, basic right. form. It's just around. Uh, Man, the Bible Belt's really gonna love this. I just <laughs> took it away from the veterans and gave it right to the trans people. Like <laughs> just right there, they're gonna love it. Ah, oh, fuck. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, that's interesting. No, but to that is about. fascinating. I'm trying to think of a reason no. why that would be. If there's something obvious we're overlooking that would make that not work, I don't know if we've got any sort of urology yeah. specialists. Yeah, or, uh, I don't know whether we even do have anyone who has expertise in uh, in transitioning and gender yeah. reassignment surgery and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I don't. But, but I guess that it's they're making it work for men who it's it's not as, it's not as complex, I guess. To I, th- I think it's still pretty complex. I yeah, I mean, yeah. I think I, my understanding, and again, I could be way off here. This could be well, I, I I could be nowhere near as accurate as we were about the stealth bombers and fighters. That's hard. To be which again, once time. more, I can only restate how 100%. thank you. Sorry, I really appreciate I, your writing. Sorry, I in. couldn't give you guys that. <laughs> that one we were right. We were right time. on, but this one so, we yeah. might be slightly inaccurate on. But I believe it is currently, it is currently a more effective and easier surgery, or for people transitioning uh, to being uh, trans women. Yeah. Uh, transitioning male to female. Yeah, I but. think that uh, I've actually heard this referenced in the. Do you know that story of David Ramers, the guy who had this is a fucking horrible story, but interesting from like uh, the evolution of the study of psychology standpoint. Because when I was in college, the story still went that ye, that gender was so social or so not so nurture more than nature that if you just reassigned a baby at birth and then told them they were that gender that it would work out because they had falsified the data on this case where they had accidentally burned this baby's penis off so they just like said now okay now he's a girl raise him as a girl and then oh, like, of yeah. course it didn't stick and this well, that, person, that he, also happens with um intersex kids as well it used to happen right where, well, sure where kids does, were born yeah. like uh where with characteristics of both male and female characteristics right. And yeah, they would just go like they just pick a gender normally, whichever one was easier to do the surgery well, from. When like the quote I heard was, Sorry, uh, "It's easier to." The quote I heard in reference to that story was uh, a doctor saying it's easier to uh, make a hole, uh, make a hole than build a pole. So yeah, that's why they just well, yeah, that, that makes sense. Cut all off, call, female, and like that's pretty messed. It's up. also good to know that they were getting their medical advice from just what rhymes, right? Yeah, right. but well, I mean, start like, with a couplet. What Andrew Dice Clay uh, <laughs> joke can we make and put in the medical books? <laughs> can, we, can, can we use to hey. massively affect the entire lifespan of this child? Yeah. Oh yeah, Jesus so that, and that, so as of the late '90s when I took a class on this, like the textbook was like, oh yeah, and then she has been happy as and like the the name wasn't even a, it was still an anonymous thing then sometime mm-hmm. in the 2000s 
he came out and like made the talk show circuit and was like, no, no, I knew I was never a girl. And I was like, why are you, why are you making me do these things? And then at some point he tried to kill the doctor who did it to him. And oh my he, God. He committed suicide. The story is fascinating, especially because like the science was so like psychologists were so intent on like this, this proves that it's all nurture. I was like, no, you fucked yeah. up this guy's life. You cut it off. You make a girl. Yeah, Wait, no, true. that doesn't prove that it's nurture. Look though. it up. David Ramers. He, that proves that it's yeah. like the, yeah. the, the, pers- the person story. is going to know What's what his they name? are. No David, David Ramers. And I think that, he wrote a memoir in the 2000s called um, As I Was Born or something like that. Um, I haven't actually read that, but like the story, just because of the complete 180 on the psychology of it, is interesting. So anyway, wow. easier to, to make a hole than build a pole. Because Okay, back to the story. Um, they said the soldiers should be able to regain sexual function, which is impossible with penis reconstructions. As we're saying, it's harder to do that. So... Wait, uh, wait, so he is going to be able to gain... This is not a reconstruction, but a transplant. A like, transplant. Yes, he will be able to have... How long ago function. did this happen? Um, They're saying it's successful, the surgery, correct? The story was dated yesterday. Let me see what okay. the actual... Not sure. A uh, team of 11 surgeons performed... Oh, March 26th. A team of 11 surgeons performed the transplant over 14 hours on March 26th. Wow, 14 hours. It's the first surgeon, a combat, combat veteran injured on duty... And the first to transplant a complete section of tissue, including the scrotum and surrounding abdominal area. Pretty quick, fourteen. Like that's yeah. not that a long a surgery for. I don't know, fourteen hours. Because when they talk, when you think about some of the surgeries they do for really complicated, like you know, so like separating conjoined twins and that kind of thing, that can be like a day's worth of surgery. Yeah, yeah but I mean, this is all just just on one bit. It's over half of a day. Interesting. Uh, inter- Zach Kirchberg, by the way, sent this in. Thanks. Uh, d- uh, the doctors said the donor testicles were not transplanted due to ethical considerations, which I didn't think of until I read that. Oh, yeah. Because then you'd have someone else's sperm if they kept it alive. Well, you can't empty them out. <laughs> um, I'm ge- sorry. I'm like, I'm genuinely asking. I've tried. I mean, <laughs> I've definitely tried. <laughs> okay, that's, that's a good. masturbation joke. Um, <laughs> But I no because it's that still the still the same else's. cells. So the cells there that produce it. So but yeah, I mean, you would. So that means that a man would be generating another man's DNA. I think so. Yeah, which means that you would be capable of fathering someone else's child against without against their permission. Them, right. Oh my god! A fathering a dead person's child, I believe. I think oh. that's what would happen. Wait, right? till, wait is, till Black Mirror gets a hold yeah. of this thing. I would. I don't know. Like we've always said on this podcast, biology and the life sciences are our biggest uh, blind spots, right? Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I say it's mine. Um, so, it's, but certainly you don't have. It's not like women who are born with a finite number of eggs. Like sperm just keep getting regenerated. Yep. So does that mean he, if if they had transplanted those, would the other person's sperm keep getting regenerated? Or at some point, would some kind of intervention from the rest of his body, you know, I have no idea. I this don't doesn't know. seem right to me. I don't we have, see how do you regenerate a different person's DNA just because you have know. the equipment. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where that where that's programmed. It's like how. when you take a Brita from New York City right? to Los Angeles, you got different exactly. water. Okay, all right. Taste Dif- this pizza. Same equipment, different water. Yeah, I just every so often we've talked about this on the show before. I'll I'll tweet something intentionally stupid. That I know people that intending for people to realize it's stupid, but like again, I the number of corrections or comments I got. Where I just <laughs> tweeted, I, it was a picture of me in New York. This is a while back, and just like uh, I'm in I'm in New York, and I'm already missing L.A. pizza. Ah. <laughs> and, and people take it literally and go, well, 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 we got good pizza. Yeah. Our pizza's the, the goodest. And then you, well, how? Like, what like are we doing? It. Yeah. 
You know, I, I'm not even kidding when I say Portland has better burritos than L.A., though. I miss Portland's burritos. Oh, Jesus. Uh, L.A. burritos suck. You guys are going to get death threats. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you are near it to Canada. Yeah, mm. that's true. I think it's more because L.A. is like a taco town and San Francisco is a burrito town. Like, is we're not is known, that a thing? Yeah, yeah. We're not known for our burritos. Wait, isn't a taco just like an open burrito? It's different. It's different. Tacos are Ignition like a lazy style. burrito. No, it's a different. Like, I hate I hate a corn or I hate a... Yeah, I, I hate, hate a, I hate corn, a corn too. <laughs> I hate a corn. I want flour. I want it like super stretchy, you know? I like the flour tortillas extra as well. gluten. Yeah. My mom used to make a, a little dessert in a flour tortilla that was uh, marshmallow fluff and jelly. Oh. And you wrap it up good. in a flour tortilla. <laughs> And then you, you heat it up that's, at all? Uh, just, fuck no. You just oh, okay. eat that shit. That's that Mexican food Nashville style. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do you, do you uh, hate the nutritional value of a PB&J, uh, but love bonfires um, at, at campgrounds in the summertime? Well, get ready. I had my first uh, s'more with a flavored marshmallow this winter. Like the pink Pink marshmallow, yeah. Yeah. Really good, like a strawberry s'more. I love those, like, the, the little ones, the pink, green, yellow ones that come this in a is, bag. This is the third mention of s'mores in two days, by the way, I've been involved in. Really? Just because th- w- there was this, there were s'mores on set today. Danny, the catering person, the craft services person, Very brought nice. s'mores. But the day before, Jim had gone off on a rant in the office <laughs> about how s'mores are a shit snack. <laughs> And I'm inclined to agree They're with that. They're not them. a snack. They are a or dessert. dessert. Just in general. They're hard to eat. Is that what They're you mean? They're hard to eat. They don't they don't combine as well as you think they will. They don't melt right. They're just that they're a hassle for not enough payoff. Mm-hmm. I'm mortified. Yeah. Right I don't now. know. I'm with Jim on that one. He probably just doesn't know how to roast his his mellows right. I don't know if we can go back from s'mores to penis transplants for a second. Can oh, totally, oh, okay. absolutely. There's one other thing I wanted because I was like, well, I both have sworn a- this. Uh, this wasn't the first, and it wasn't the first penis transplant. It was just the first, like, I guess, full junk is the technical term. The full, full junk transplant. Yeah. But there was. Uh, We've gone from holes and poles to full junk. Full junk. The uh, whole baloney. The first penis <laughs> transplant. I remember this happening. It was 2006. Uh, a Chinese man who had a cadaver penis transplanted, but... Um, it didn't take? No, it did take. Ten days later, tests revealed the organ had a rich blood supply. The man was able to urinate normally. Wait, then... Um, although the this? operation was a surgical success... Wait for it. Surgeons said they had to remove the penis two weeks later because <gasps> of the severe psychological problem of the recipient and his wife. What? So That's basically, right. This has come up on the show like, before. I don't want to fuck a dead dude's dick. It's haunted. It's a haunted dick. Get it cut off. And he did. I'm like, I, I think you maybe at that point you break up. That's a divorce situation <laughs> yeah. right there. But if, you know what? If it's they didn't have a prenup, she yeah. might have asked for the dick and the divorce. Yeah. Yep. That's why you got to get a prenup, kids. Yep. I'm not married. I don't know this. I don't have uh, real advice to give. I don't either. But I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, the same, I imagine some of the same psychological stuff could happen with face transplants and, uh, Oh, you guys, we got to do a black mirror parody or something <laughs> with a haunted dick. That's happened. Wait, isn't there a, I think I'm sure there's been haunted, haunted dick. dick? Um, there's definitely idle been haunted hands dick is films. probably what you're thinking. Uh, maybe that, or maybe I'm thinking of the haunted, not the haunted, but, um, what's the vagina dentata horror movie? Oh, teeth. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but did she have a a pussy transplant? No. No. She just had teeth teeth in there. Well, that makes me think there was a movie uh, that came out with Ryan Reynolds' wife. I I should know her name. She's a person, too. But uh, that's... I don't know her name. Um, But she was in a movie where she gets an eye transplant and then can see... Can't she see dead people? Or or she takes on the woman's... um, 
like personality or something and it becomes catastrophic there's also one with jessica alba where she sees ghosts with the eyes um I think it's called The Eye, but it's that's a Japanese remake. So a, a Blake remake Lively is Ryan Reynolds' wife. Thank you. Sorry about that. And uh, I'm looking through her filmography right now. I'm looking up transplant horror it's movies because there's definitely other a, ones too. A, was it The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? No, it, it wasn't. Um, was it Was it Green Lantern? No. Um, a blind woman, when her sight returns after a corneal implant, she begins to discover the previously unseen and disturbing details about... Her and her husband and their marriages and their lives. Ah, okay. That's pretty good. I thought there was an 80s one, not Idle Hands, that was Wes Craven that is Shocker. Like, does he, uh, a wow, serial that's... killer gets electrocuted, then he, his spirit comes back into somebody else, but that's not through a transplant, is it? Or... I don't know. I don't know that movie. But there was some of the transplant where someone gets like the heart of a serial killer or the hand of a serial killer or something. By the way, Idle Hands was an almighty flop. If, if this, idle if, hands? Sorry, I mean not idle hands. All I, all I see is you. Oh yeah. Was if if Wikipedia is accurate, then it had a budget of thirty million and a box office take of two hundred and seventeen thousand. Blake Lively is a beautiful, beautiful woman, but she uh, her movies don't do well. Uh, if she's carrying them, like it's it seems like it's got to be an ensemble. That um, is not a good box office, Jesus. That is a that, that can't is a, be right. That can't be right. That feels very low for a thirty million movie. That would be the biggest. What was the box office flop of all time? Two hundred and fifteen thousand. Jesus. On a thirty million budget, that that ah. what the fuck they spend the thirty million on? I don't know. If new eyes. It just got the contacts in there. You didn't do, do the real surgery. We're going to do the eyes for real. Jesus. We developed been, uh... the science. We had to send it through <laughs> FDA testing. <laughs> It took. I mean, it took so long. The, the movie was met. The movie was written in the early in the late nineties, but then it had to go through like animal trials. It had yeah. to go through. God. Oh, so if many. That's accurate. That's the biggest flop. Of, it, it must not have been released in many theaters because I think like, to... MacGruber is considered like one of the or the biggest. Is it? And I've never release. seen it. And it's meant to be MacGruber very... was a flop. What uh, maybe the biggest of all time for its budget what? for how widely released it was? Because I think it netted under or grossed under ten million. And it was like a full 2000 theater release or something. No but it's like way. the funniest movie ever. I could be exaggerating, but 200,000. How did nothing no, but did trouble right, do? It did all right in the end. It grossed 9.3 million against a 10 million budget. That's I not think, a. I think, but considering how many theater it was, it was in, I don't mean like return that's on investment. That's not a big flop like, then. That's just kind of a flop. They just didn't break even. What did you say? It was a 10 million budget and they made 9.3 million? Yeah, that's not. It's not a huge flop. That's just, you know, didn't do what you thought it was going to do, man. I thought for some reason it was like a record breakingly bad performance. Anyway, it's hey, great. It's hilarious. You know what else? You know what else is a bad performance? Uh, Ravens. Fucking Ravens. Ravens on LIGO. This story sent in by a couple of people as well. We had a lot of duplicates. Kristen Lewis was definitely one of the people who sent this in. I don't know whether she was the only one. Um, but uh, Ravens caused a LIGO data glitch. LIGO is... We've talked about this before. We've had people who work directly on LIGO as guests on the show discussing this. This is the... Uh, I'm unfamiliar with what LIGO is. Could you let me know what it is? I say. It's the Laser Interferometer Gravitational Observatory. That's exactly what it is. Uh, it's, a, it's a thing used to detect gravitational waves. Uh-huh. So you might have heard recently, this was about a year and a half, two years ago, they finally announced that they have discovered 
direct evidence of gravitational waves, which were predicted by Einstein Ooh. about half a century earlier. And this was a huge. This was an experiment, like a massive piece of equipment and international collaboration that was decades in the making. The three lead scientists on the project were the most recent Nobel Prize winners. Okay. Um, so go LIGO and uh, a couple of people who worked on the team in lower positions and don't get the Nobel Prize but get to share in the glory were guests on the show. Wow. Hey, on our show. Hey, Larry Way and Jamie. Way to go, guys. But uh, describing what happened. So we had a couple of episodes with them and also with Jan 11 discussing the finding and discussing what it is. But this is an extraordinarily sensitive piece of equipment because you're looking at detecting a movement in the fabric of space-time that is a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of the size of an atom across a distance, a ripple of like of that size across a distance of miles. Mm-hmm. Um, so the tiniest, tiniest problem. So a source of a mysterious glitch in data from a gravita- gravitational wave detector has been unmasked. It's rap-tap-tapping ravens oh, with, God. with a thirst for shaved ice at... At the Advanced Laser Interferometer Gravitational Wave Observatory, or LIGO, in the desert of Hanford, Washington, scientists noticed a signal that did not look like gravitational waves, physicist Beverly Verger said at an April 16th meeting at the American Physical Society. A microphone sensor that monitors LIGO's surroundings caught the sounds of pecking birds on tapes in July 2017. Berger, who's from LIGO at Caltech, said... said um, so the crew went out to the... This is, by the way, just for the reason why I'm reading this weirdly, is it's written oddly. It's very strange, it keeps, the structure of the sentences. The are, structure of the sentences look like, they keep putting the name at the very end of the mm-hmm. sentence. So it's like, uh, blah, 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 she said. And then I'm expecting it to run on to another sentence. And then I realize, oh, that's the end of it. So that's why I'm like, a microphone sensor, blah, 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 Berger said. <laughs> Oh, oh, that was it. All right, next sentence. Yeah. So the crew went out to the end of the crew went out to the end of one of the detectors' four-kilometer-long arms to check for evidence of the ebony birds at the scene. Nice painting of picture. ScienceNews.org. <laughs> sure enough, frost covering a pipe connecting to the cooling system was covered in telltale peck marks from the thirsty birds. One raven, presumably seeking relief from the desert heat, was caught in the act. Fuck you, Raven. <laughs> and, oh, good Christ, this last sentence. Here we go. I Take know. a breath. Wait, I mean, if you had to guess the last word of this article, what would you guess it would be? I don't know, man. Based on the previous Edgar Allan Poe reference. Okay, it, sorry. It is. Take it home, it is. Here we go. Altering the setup to prevent ice buildup. I can't. I'm running out of enthusiasm. Now keeps the Ravens from tapping ever more. Mm. <laughs> I think that's great. Someone definitely was like stabbing themselves in the back as they turned that in. Like I put a little spin on this; it's going to be fun. <laughs> but uh, uh, this, so this wasn't actually. I mean, even if they hadn't figured out what it was, they would have disregarded it because it didn't show up in both. They have two of these: there's one in Washington and one in Louisiana. So that if a local thing happens like that, it why wouldn't did be, they put it in Louisiana? I think it was just a ma- they wanted them to be as far apart but still in the same country as possible. Uh-huh. I don't know why they didn't go all the way to like Florida, but I mean it's pretty far from Washington. Yeah, Maybe let's put it in the places cheaper. where all the you know the hurricanes and the floods are. Let's do that. I don't know if it, that really matters though. Um, 
It was sort of bare. If a yeah. fucking bird can fuck it up, I'm pretty sure water's gonna fuck it up. Well, that's the thing. Is like that's why there's two of them. So if anything locally fucks up one of them, like a gravitational wave would be detected by both at basically the same time. Okay. And there wouldn't be two ravens at, in Louisiana and Washington synchronizing because because that, that was the thing that that was what made everyone really excited when they they turned it on and it pretty much instantly found something. Oh wow! And and to find something, it's got to find the record of an event way the way the fuck off in space that is huge so in this case like two black holes colliding wow that's what that's the size of a thing that you need to produce a ripple of space time that is big enough to be detected on earth like two black holes colliding well orbiting each other and then descending until they collide yes so like a very short like on the order of like a second or two only it's very very quick and yeah they these two massive things sort of orbit like rotate around each other in each other's gravity and fall into each other mm-hmm. and that rippling of the waves because the two and massive they speed up as they get yeah, closer to each other the two massive masses of like the two massive centers of gravitational pull interfere with each other as they're moving past each other and that causes the ripple that then goes past and it was detected simultaneously pretty much <laughs> I'm ho- I've been holding back a sneeze for the last like two yawn. sentences. That's what's going on there. Looking at you sneezing. <laughs> wow! I can actually you can actually fake trigger. I guess you can. If I just I'm fake yawn, then I can probably set you off. Yawn so hard right now. Fuck. But uh, did I tell it. you guys I know oh. when someone's constipated? Constidar, <laughs> constidar. <laughs> yeah, I know it. Yeah, she's the. Yeah, I know when it's happening. She's the colon whisperer. <laughs> I feel like you get an epaulet if you're a constidar. Do you? <laughs> Sure. Const- Constipidar? Const- well, how did we just say it? Constidar. Constidar? Okay. By the way, there's a not coming full circle on what we were talking about earlier. One of the other articles linked to from this one in the tabs on sciencenews.org is private web browsing doesn't mean no one is watching. And well, I know that. I know. Yeah, no it's shit. Like between sessions. It w- yeah. Yeah, it does. But it's just an article about how people, a lot of people are completely wrong about what private browsing does. Like they don't realize that firstly, Google can still absolutely track your searches. Secondly, they can record your IP address. Also, I don't know if the sticker on the camera does shit either. The whole screen is probably a camera too. <laughs> you're fucked either way. I don't just know if admit I stand it. You're, you're being watched, people. Like, just get over it. I did finally put something over that one, but not my laptop, just because I couldn't find a small enough. Uh, I guess I just got a piece of tape. Oh, I do. You got, do it? Do you do it? Well, of course I do. But I I bought a sheet of fun stickers. Oh, cool. Would you like some stickers? You have one on you. Yeah, I have a whole sheet. I'll take one. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm good oh, with my, my piece of shitty electrical tape. All right. Well, that sticks off the top of your left. I know. It looks I, know like, I like it. It looks janky as hell. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be better than a grown man with a cool sparkly star, <laughs> uh, which is what I have. I have sparkly stars in five different colors. I'll take a sparkly star. I don't care. All right, cool. Would you like pink, yellow, green, blue, turquoise? Green. Turquoise. I think Tur- I have purple. Tur- I have purple. Tur- purple. Purple. Purple, or purple sounds good. All right, that's what I got. I was thinking. I thought you were doing... going to like hand it to me, right? Well, like, I'm sitting amongst okay. a bunch of cords. I don't I know can't, if you like, like have them in your pocket at all times. I got so. them in my backpack, which is over it's yonder. Okay. We'll do um, it but I will get it later. Thank you. I trust you. Well. No problem. I did want to like a, at first. I was thinking about ah, you know what? Nobody's really done any designer uh, stickers? webcam stickers. Maybe I should get into oh. that. Well, I don't know now why laptops aren't just sold as a rule with a with a slide with a cover on it that's a good point like regular cameras because norm- that goes against what the man wants right. not like normal cameras have covers on them like lens covers lens caps i mean your phone doesn't but sure 
Yeah, okay. that's true. Ooh, yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, no, it's like, then it's like, then we wouldn't feel like we were doing something, you know? <laughs> They're going to just let us have this little sticker bullshit that we've been doing forever <laughs> oh, to so make us feel like, like yeah, oh, we're, yeah. we're protecting ourselves. Like, it's no, you're game. not. No, you're not. That sort of security theater. There's no escape. <laughs> it's like it's a version of the same thing that, like, when you go through an airport or into a sporting event, and you get the whole pat down and X-ray thing. That's just to make you feel good about yourself. Yeah, it has, yeah, like, definitely such limited effect. Absolutely. Meanwhile, as everyone is like lined up in this giant mass outside a Staples Center that would be prime for someone to drive a truck into. I you know. know like, I went to the horse races recently, and there were no metal detectors or anything, and I was like. We're just trusting everybody right now. All right. But we trust yeah. everyone everywhere we go. But that, that's a good a... point. Like, because of those metal detectors, it takes longer to get into a building, which means there's more of a crush outside. There's more very people are more densely to... packed outside, yeah. which makes this it, it's just so much of it is going through the motions. So much of it is just trusting the fact that as horrible and as news dominating as those attacks are. They're actually remarkably rare events. Right, you're almost you're things. very unlikely to be yeah. involved in something like that, and it's it like would be a better whole to live through. To do. Yeah, I didn't mean to make when light of. Go, I know one just go kill I wasn't people. trying to like make light. Well, of no, that, that's yeah, the yeah. thing. Whenever they do, no. they're horrible stories and they dominate the news, and that's why. But they, but also they represent such a tiny fraction of people who are killed in horrible ways every day. Yeah, like often just by someone texting and driving, or yeah, right. And for that matter, school shootings, too. Like, schools are still a way safer place to be than on the road on the way to school. We shouldn't spend too much on school security because these are still exceedingly rare. Like, yes, I want to get guns out of... I want to reduce the number of guns that are in this country, but at the same time, we shouldn't go crazy on school security. Yeah. Schools, these, these are You've, super rare. You, there's well, a balance between keeping people safe and having them live in a constant state of fear, yeah. which ruins it, it, their constant yes. quality of life. It also, um, I'm, I went to a middle school where there was a shooting the year before I got there, mm-hmm. but it was an accidental shooting. A kid, oh, really? a kid brought a gun to school, was showing it to kids, and uh, his friend was like, what the fuck are you doing with a gun, dude? And then he was like, oh, yeah. And then he put it in a trash can. Ugh. And another kid found it, picked it up, dropped it. It went off, shot a kid in the head, killed him. No way. Oh, wow. And, oh. So, and that was like during, Jesus. this was post-Columbine, just like, a, I think, about the same year that Columbine happened. And there was just mass hysteria from um, adults everywhere. And, I mean, public schools, the zero tolerance policy thing really started up. Yeah, and I got uh, I got handcuffed in the eighth grade. What? Yeah, I um, wore a red bandana, Rosie the Riveter headband. That also seems a little blood-like, doesn't it? Is that oh why? yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's me. Is that really why? The... Yeah, and then they because like, that, that looked like a gang headband. Well, zero tolerance policy means that anything that they they have a list of rules that if you bring anything that looks slightly like, even a little bit gang related, if you wore a trench coat to school. Um, if you looked in any way threatening, they had grounds to go through your locker, pull you out of class, suspend you, expel you. It was, zero tolerance policy was awful. Yeah. And it didn't fix anything. But you know who else would be in trouble with the anti trench coat rules? Oh, shit. That's it. We're not trying to. Uh, Someone attempting to complete the Dick Tracy challenge. What's we had the, enough. What's the Dick Tra- Tracy challenge? Again, oh, this is now like a four episode running bit of nonsense. But regular listeners will be fully familiar with this. New listeners go back originally to the Ian Abramson episode. But um, we've had another video from listener Kurt. By the way, also Susan uh, on Twitter sent also sent in the penis transplant story. I've just seen that. Thank oh. you, Susan. Yeah, thanks, Susan. But um, this is the first one. I mean, like both videos we've had so far have been ridiculous. This one has editing and After Effects. 
<laughs> like this is a three minute long YouTube. I've just retweeted it. Look at it on the account. I'm not going to say anymore, but if you have a spare three minutes and you want to see what someone who has even more too much time than the previous entry. <laughs> this is fucking it's ridiculous. Very cinema- cinema- it's very cinematic. It, That's the adjective. Yeah. All, due, to, due to a very convoluted series of things on a few episodes ago, we've now had listeners attempt to run 100 meters wearing a trench coat and a fedora. And Dressed as Dick Tracy, it here's In the any specific location or what? Just in their homes and just send us the video. <laughs> oh, I fucking love slow it. Slow motion, purple. Is the suit purple or just the... The suit is purple. Oh, yeah, the trench coat is black. The suit is various shades of purple. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a dive at the end. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't request the dive, but it's good. It's a great... amazing. <laughs> he looks like the Hamburglar. He does. <laughs> Holy shit! It's like if the Hamburglar was one of the Dick Tracy villains. <laughs> yeah. So thanks to us, there is a man in the in a, the woods, a park. It looks uh, like a park. Said, that... According to the um, very high quality production, at the end of the race, uh, he, he, com- he completed the hundred meters in. Nine, it was 19 point something seconds 19.12 um, So are you just trying your best to not get arrested? <laughs> or like what's the deal? I think any arrests are a, a byproduct that we uh, You know We just have to live with Do you know if the second thing Because he also added Daniel Van Kirk of uh, Dumb People Town podcast Is the second part a joke from their podcast? I'm, do you think? I'm almost certain it is Because he's, he's got a, a two shot put with a, ba- a box of Fruit Loop cereal. This is almost certainly a twofer. He somehow managed to combine. Oh, I'm sorry. It's skeet, combining skeet. It's a triple. It's skeet shooting and shot put. He shot puts uh, Fruit Loops and then shoots the box in the air. Either way, Kurt, flat out ridiculous. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you also, by the way, to our listeners who have donated money. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. It's a Dick Cheney reference. Sorry. Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney cosplay. Shot put in quail hunting. Yes. There we, uh, thank you to our listeners who've sent in money. We've had donations coming through from Caroline Laco, Mark Williams, John Clarici, uh, Robert Condon, Jonathan Waltz. New setup donation from Trevor L. Hubbard. Uh, also, thank you, Lindsay Bacon, Peter Long, David Wirths, and Destruction Lane. We appreciate everyone who's gone to probablyscience.com, the Squarespace Power website, by the way, if you use the code, is it probably science our code? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, you get a trial month uh, and a discount, so do that. But uh, thank you, everyone who's donated. Thank you also, people who spread the word and tweet about us on Facebook and let people know about our podcast. Write nice things about us on iTunes and other podcast listeners. Give us five-star ratings. That all helps. Uh, do we have time I mean, for- or whatever rating you want. I'd like for it to be five yeah, stars. Yeah, but I think but, it's uh... like... You know, it's like Lyft or Uber or Yelp, where anything less than... Now we're at... Five stars used to be phenomenal. It's more experiencing like, star four is, It used to be like four stars is you're good. Right, you're right. Three it's, stars is fine. It's, I think it's... Part- now it's like anything below five stars is worth death. Like, if you drop below like 4.1, right. then you're like, well, you can't be doing the, in business anymore. This goes hand in hand with exclamation point inflation, which has been happening for years now. I held out for a long time, Any and now I'm a liberal exclamationer. Yeah, if you end this, if if you use anything but that, it's like you're mad at somebody. It's like why why weren't you exclaiming every part of that text or email to me? <laughs> yeah, what did I do? What's wrong? What's wrong? I mean, I do it too. And if I've written back to listeners and used it, I still meant it for you. But uh... Uh, do we have time? There was this. Well, we might as well do this, given that we're already talking about running. Mm-hmm. While we're talking about athletics, because. Um, there was a story. It was one. It was a story Justin Broad sent through about an hour before we started recording, and it is uh, that 
Um, I now can't find the story. While you're looking, uh, another positive thing to end on. Remember that world's worst super gonorrhea man we talked about? And we were like, this super gonorrhea that this guy has is so resistant to treatment that it might be the thing that ends humanity. Uh, He's been cured. The guy with super gonorrhea got cured. How how did they cure him? What did they get it out with? uh, Let's see. Uh, Detailed analysis of infection suggested one last antibiotic might work, and he has since been treated with ertapenem, 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 ertapenem. Um, Dr. Gwenda Hughes, the head of sexually transmitted infections at Public Health England, said, we're pleased to report that the case of multidrug resistant gonorrhea has been successfully treated. They knocked it out. Here we go. Ever wondered why children run around all day and seem to never get tired? A new study suggests it's because their muscles resist fatigue in a similar way to those of elite endurance athletes. Oh, this is something for you. Uh, I know people, a lot of people ran the London Marathon this last weekend we're in marathon season the boston marathon was recent as well but the study published yesterday in frontiers and and physiology asked young boys untrained men and endurance athletes to do high intensity exercises and then looked at how quickly their muscles fatigued and recovered the researchers quite literally put the participants through their paces having them perform strenuous activity on a stationary bike they found the boys muscles didn't tire easily even when performing at a similar level to the endurance athletes They may even recover more quickly than elite athletes, which might be why kids recover so quickly when they do bouts of player activity. Uh, Professor uh, of Health Sciences at the University of South Australia, Tim Old, said the study was interesting, but stressed it doesn't mean that young children are as fit as endurance athletes. Well, I think that's pretty obvious, given that young, like, eight-year-olds don't currently hold the 10,000-meter Olympic record. But what it's found is that the way they recover more more resembles endurance athletes than untrained adults, says Professor Olds, who isn't associated with with the study. In order to understand why kids have such good endurance and recovery, you need to understand how the body makes energy, he said. There are two broad ways to generate energy. One is aerobically, the other is anaerobic. Aerobic energy generation produces lactate, which is, and when high levels of lactate build up in muscles, it causes fatigue. I think we're all familiar with that from like from school or from when you're running around, when your legs start to ache, if you've been running or cycling or whatever. That's the lactic. That's the lactate, the lactic oh, yeah. acid building up. Yeah, I guess those are different things. I always thought those were interchangeable, but I guess they're not. Uh, they're connected chemicals, I think. But uh, kids don't have as highly developed anaerobic systems as the average adult, so they don't produce a lot of lactic acid. Therefore, they don't seize up after repeated bouts of exercise. The study then showed, uh, also showed the rate at which the boys' blood cleared lactate was faster than endurance athletes, allowing them to recover quickly. As well as, as well as helping explain why 10-year-old boys seem so indefatigable, uh, Professor Blazevich said the study could be useful in showing where to focus training efforts in young athletes. Um, we've all noticed this, and now we've got some evidence as to why. This shows us that kids are actually pretty good at playing, stopping, playing, stopping, playing, stopping. So that might mean that playing sports where they get to run around a lot is much more enjoyable than doing other forms of deliberate exercise like adults might. What's more, it's helpful for families where kids are key to achieve at a higher level in sport by helping identify weaknesses to target, said Professor Blazevich. It looks like, by the way, that does sound like a sort of Russian weed doctor. Yeah, yeah. He's just Professor Blazevich. Uh, Is this just like a fancy way to figure out which kids to bully? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) but also like knowing you've got to stay on them because they recover too quickly. If Ah. If you give them a second to breathe, lactate's gone. 
That's why bullies usually the same age because if you're older, you'll tire out of bullying them. Well, yeah. Well, we see which yeah. ones don't have the lactic acid yeah. and can't recover or whatever, and then it's like, well, those are the ones. Those are the ones to bully, but also, yeah. But the professor says it looks like their aerobic fitness is very good, so we might therefore target skill because they're usually less skillful, uh, strength because they tend to be relatively weaker, and their high intensity or sprint ability because, of course, they're weaker in those than adults are. This guy hates kids. He does. So it allows us to target in youth athletes the area they need for improvement. So it's basically saying don't bother training kids on their endurance because they've already got that. Train their skill and their strength. I just like imagining that this is some old man who's there's kids who like are in his yard a lot and he's like yeah. he's just trying to he's like God damn I can't catch these damn kids. Yeah. And he's just like they're, they're, I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. All right. So they got the lactic acid. They got the. Yeah. Blah, blah. It's like, they're slow and they're weak, but they don't stop. So I got to set a trap, (laughs) and the trap will be weightlifting. (laughs) And target shooting. Yeah. (laughs) The two things they're worse at. The study was small. It only looked at 12 boys aged around 10, 12 untrained male university students, and 13 male endurance athletes, which Professor Blazefish said was because of limited access to national-level endurance athletes and ethical constraints around research involving children. So you can get as many university mm. students as yeah, you like. That, they're the easy one group. Mind, yeah. The two other groups are hard to get for differing reasons. Mm. Uh, the research has also stepped towards better understanding how the risk of developing diseases such as cancer, cardiovascular disease, and diabetes increases as we age, according to lead author associate professor Sebastian Rattle from the University of Clermont-Auvergne. With a rise in diseases related to physical activity, inactivity, it's helpful to understand the physiological changes with growth that might contribute to the risk of diseases. He says, uh, Our research indicates that aerobic fitness, at least at the muscle level, decreases significantly as children move into adulthood, which is around the time increases in diseases such as diabetes occur. It'll be interesting in future research to determine whether the muscular changes we have observed are directly related to disease risk. At least our results might provide motivation for practitioners to maintain muscle fitness as children grow up. It seems being a child might be healthy for us. <laughs> Sorry. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those last fucking lines. Oh, yeah, they, they can't resist it. They can't resist a last dumb line. Also, is it nevermore or evermore in the in the poem? I think nevermore, but they were like, they would say they like went evermore as a thing. Uh, yeah, that's cute. So that's why you don't see kids doing CrossFit. Yeah. This is it. Yeah, they're not good at high intent. Well, although that would be helpful for them, CrossFit, wouldn't it? Because it's training muscle. Yeah, you'd think that also gets um, get a lot of lactic acid build up with in- high intensity interval training like that. I don't know. I yeah, don't I know. know my body is that. I I can get back to some levels of fitness that I used to, but I can't get into the the recovery. Like they're saying, is like the thing they'll make you can't fucking fight it. And you get to a certain age, like your body just oh, yeah. can't recover. I'm always like it. sore. Yeah, I work out like three days a week and I'm always devastatingly sore in the days in between. Um, but I've, I also noticed that I'm in my best shape or I'm at like my best weight is when I was when I'm like playing something like when I, I did intramural kind of this rec league volleyball league in New York and New York is like an endurance sport. And well, it, I, I feel like I'm fitter but, in New York in general. When I, when I spent oh, a month yeah. and a half living in New York and also you know, when I used to live in London, same deal. It's you're not water. strong. It's the water. Yeah, it's the water. But no, you're not, it's not about like, you're not stronger physically, but endurance wise, you were running up and downstairs, you were walking everywhere. 
Um, when you play a sport, I don't know if you're really building a lot of muscle or if you're just building cardiovascular endurance. And I'm always, I always feel my best and I'm always at the best weight when I'm just running around playing a sport or running around doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. But as a writer, you sit for most of the day and then you go to the gym and you do all these butt exercises because that's all Instagram will tell you how to work out. <laughs> that's the only thing I look up workout things and it's so like, not getting, it's like how's your butt doing? I'm like, I guess it's not doing great. You're I not don't doing know. aerobic. You're just doing like weights. No, I do. I do like I warm up on a Stairmaster and then I do weights okay. and then I do the treadmill or an elliptical. But if I, I try to walk a lot and my Fitbit says I'm burning more calories when I just walk everywhere. Then when you go to the then gym. Then when I go to the gym. Wait, does the Fitbit do a calorie count for the gym? Mm-hmm. So it's best still just based on like one jiggle, right? Is that all? No, well, it's what like it it's your heart rate and a lot of other oh, stuff. Oh, okay, okay. So I thought it was like a pedometer. It just knows when your body just does it does like know a, it does know that. I think that goes into it, but it's like it um, you do burn more calories in a short amount of time when you're working out, right? But if you're just constantly in motion, then that the makes whole day the you're day. gonna be you're gonna burn a lot more than if you just work out for two hours a day. I mean, that makes sense with like, I think that people have theorized that's, that's why we're good hunters is not because we're like for the fastest animal, but even, uh, even not to take into account that we're smarter than animals. Like we are better endurance athletes that like we can just, we can tire out some other animals by just like jogging. Or yeah. That, there's all day, a right? crazy stat. Like humans with a long enough distance can outrun pretty much any animal because like a cheetah can't go for that, that long before. Yeah. It like we, you like human, the reasons it's thought like it was that, this is a, a long, this is how day. I do dating as well. <laughs> just tire yeah. them out. Yeah. Yeah. Just wear them down. You just keep going. Yeah. Just don't stop. Don't it's, stop texting until. You just do 80s romantic comedy style. Just forget <laughs> that there are stalker laws. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Keep on going. <laughs> just Michael. What was his name? Anthony Michael Hall. Michael yeah. Michael C. Hall. Anthony Michael Hall. Michael C. Hall. Is that Dexter? I don't think I think that... it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> what's, the one, what's the one where he uh, can't buy me love? That one's problematic, right? Um, they all are. Yeah. yeah they yeah. all are. They're all problematic. Hey, yeah. Emily. What's up? Where can our listeners find out more about you and everything you do? Okay. Um, my Twitter handle is Flemily Emming. Mm-hmm. Good luck spelling that. And uh, I have two podcasts, one of which is coming out in a couple of weeks called Hucker Punch, where uh, myself and... Another, um, he was a writer on Good Mythical Morning, where I was a producer on most recently. We punch up Mike Huckabee's tweets for him. Oh my God, that <laughs> is great. You <laughs> um, mean that renowned comedian turned politician Mike oh Huckabee? Oh God, man, he tries so hard. Um, uh, yeah, so we do that. It's uh, That's going to be... Um, be looking around for that. And then I have a podcast with Lorraine Newman from Saturday Night Live yeah. season one that will be coming out soon. It's in the works. Nice. Um, I think she's best known for her appearance on probably science about three <laughs> yeah, years ago. Oh, nice. I, I bet she'd love to come back. But um, yeah, I, mean, I would very much love to have her. I, I personally love her in Problem Child. <laughs> yeah. Um, I forgot she was a problem. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, and a voice in every cartoon ever. Oh, I know. She's in Metalocalypse. Oh, right. Like she's in a bunch of stuff. But yeah, we our podcast is called Eating in Front of the TV. Uh, it'll be out very soon. So yeah, I think that's, and you can just Google my name and do it. We'll link to all that stuff. Yeah. Listeners, you can find us at probably science as well. You can find us at probably science.com. You can find us individually at Andy T wood and at Matt Kirshen. Yep. yep. Give us all a follow. You can email us probably science at gmail.com. You can tweet us at, uh, you can Facebook us as well. That's the one I was missing out there. (laughs) Facebook slash probably science. Do all of those things. Send in. Keep sending a Dick Tracy challenge. Uh, 
thank you for all the corrections uh, or and and non-corrections and affirmations on affirmations, affirmations on the on the, on the stealth, stealth bomber, bomber. Yeah. again like I'm yeah, I feel I would have felt bad if we got any detail that wrong so it's just so again glad. I can only stress thank you so much for confirming that we got every syllable of that I thought correct. I was winging it. it turns out everything I was saying was totally true That's, completely I true know. again thank you yeah. so much all 15 to 20 of you <laughs> uh, and yeah we're, Emily thank you so much for joining us hey thanks for having me yes see, see you next week, week. bye